everybody. Welcome back. How we doing? Doing great. Doing real good, Noah. Oh, real, yeah. real good. All right. So let us see who we have on the panel for this show. Tis I, comedian himself, Christopher Fimbres. Hello, everyone. Thank Hello, you for joining us. Hello. And it tis I, Amy Cordova, <laughs> the chosen one of publicity and PR. I like it. Okay. I like it. I'm going to break this thing. <laughs> it's okay. Lawrence Do of it. Arabia, yeah. man. Everything is, has to be epic. True. It has to be very be grandiose. Epic. Use your epic voice. My, <laughs> I don't think I have. Do it. All right. That's your lady boy voice. This is my Peter O'Toole. <laughs> ambiguously creepy. Um, <laughs> and I am your moderator, Noah Kinsey. We are have three people on the show today instead of the usual four. We kind of, but that's okay. They were menaging okay. it. We, yeah. We it's got this. Got no. this. All right. Wow. So, uh, yeah. So. Let's start it off. Have you seen any movies lately? Um, one thing I have seen that I want to give some uh, some shout outs to is Seven Days in Hell. It was... Uh, yeah, how was that? It was fucking hilarious. Yeah? 40, okay. It's only uh, one 45-minute kind of um, episode, I, if you will. Um, but it's like some of the best 45 minutes of my recent TV watching life. Really? It starts okay. Kit Harrington, who's Jon yeah. Snow and Andy Sandberg. And okay. it's kind of like a fake, uh, 30 for 30. I don't know if you've seen those. They're kind of documentaries on ESPN. Yeah. It's like a fake one of that, yeah. <laughs> but it just goes to some crazy, yeah. crazy places. And it's, it's so funny. Kit Harrington did an amazing job. So he's funny. How's his comedic timing and all? Yeah, he I mean he didn't play kind of like um the big kind of like driving force, but right. he, he was awesome at responding in his kind of yeah. like dull, dumb witted yeah. character. Um and I, and I hope they do more. I hope this is just like one in a series yeah. of different ones that they do, uh, because it was just amazing. Everyone should check it out. Seven days in hell. Okay. Definitely will. Cool. Amy? I've just been watching True Detective on HBO. How do you like this? It's amazing. Season? I love it. I love it. Colin Farrell, I've always thought he was so underrated. Mm -hmm. I wish he was used more. I think he's selective about his uh, roles, which is it's great that he can be choosy and um, pick and choose what he wants to be in. But he is so amazing in this. And so is Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn is a heavy and man, he nails it shut. He's so good, so believable. I love it. And I'm not sitting there, you know, some, you know, you see him in comedies and you're just always waiting for him to say something funny. Mm -hmm. And I'm not waiting for that in this. I, I respect his character and it's amazing. Super glad I've been watching it. You guys got to see it if you haven't already. You Second know, season. I want to check it out. One of my friends is in it. So oh, I really? Want to check that out. And Elizabeth Banks. I want to give props to her. She's amazing. She's in it. I'm sorry, Elizabeth Banks. No, oh, no, no. Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Why do I always get those two confused? I'm so sorry. All white women. You're both look the beautiful. Same you, <laughs> You're both very much wanted and needed by me. I don't know. Needed by you. <laughs> hey, love we're you not. Both. This is a judgment-free zone. We don't. Maybe. Yeah. Weird on your today's episode. Flag, so I saw two things. I saw Spy, which was yeah, amazing. Good. And it actually made me feel relieved because <laughs> um, I'm sure I'm going to get my man card partially taken away from this, but I used to watch Gilmore Girls, which okay. had Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. 
Give it to me okay. now. <laughs> Give me that card now. So I had a girlfriend who really liked the show. So mm-hmm. I watched it and I started really liking it. I'm not going to lie. Um, but most of MacArthur's on it. She yeah. did a really good job of kind of having the subtle humor. Mm-hmm. And so I was happy for her when she yeah. got really famous. She's amazing. She is amazing. But I was sad that the way that she got famous is I felt like the punchline oh. of everything she did was. <laughs> it's funny because she's fat. She's a big girl. She's fat. Isn't yeah. that funny? Yeah. And for me, that's not funny i don't really okay. care for that so it was really cool to see that it's the funny. <laughs> but it gets old yeah, i just i feel like it's old where it's just like but yeah. i don't know i just i don't really care for it um but in this i was so relieved because she mm-hmm. doesn't pl- that's not the joke yeah no it's, she's a, she's great in it isn't she yeah. and the joke she's is she's kind of too. unassuming mm-hmm. and kind of just blends in and is not really that unique as what the mm-hmm. perception is but she is proving them wrong the whole yeah. time she's very yeah. competent She's Absolutely. amazing at everything. Yeah. So, and, and I just, I, I loved it. And it's a clever movie. Jason Statham is oh my gosh. bonkers in the best way He's possible. He's so funny in it. I loved do it. Do you hope that he does more comedies now? Yeah, absolutely. I do. I think he's great. He's worthy of it for sure. Did you see it? No, I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, you need to. It's amazing. I recommend. I mean, it was so much fun. He's always one-upping with his injuries and everything. Yeah, he's I've never great. seen him laugh at himself. And he was like kind of this real tongue-in-cheek guy. Yeah, it really it's was. Just based on all the roles so that he funny. takes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's very, it's, yeah, it was yeah. really cool. So and I he like uses that. his, you know, raspy voice. Did you ever do this while you were completely on fire? And like, he's so hilarious. And, he, and he's wearing these like crazy ass, like, turtleneck sweaters yeah. like up to here and yeah. looks like such a douche he has a so crazy funny. wig on at one point to try and blend <laughs> yes. in which doesn't no work way. at all it's awesome uh-uh. and the other thing i saw yeah. was the documentary amy about amy winehouse oh how was it it was so good was it, it was okay so good it was super it was really sad i mean i've mm-hmm. been a fan of her music yeah. for i mean since she made it big with rehab yeah. Um. And just been a huge fan and and have both of her CDs. But it's just it was really interesting. The documentary didn't have any, um, narrator. It oh. was all uh both footage and voiceover from her friends and family. Oh. Wow. Okay. So it really just kind of chronologically told her story through uh-huh. them. Um. So you can kind of make your own assumptions with yeah. stuff. Um, but it was just really, it was really interesting, and it's kind of chilling because she is so good, just yeah, effortless, oh, effortlessly yeah. good. And it was really sad to kind of see you saw why she kind of, you know, fell off and mm-hmm. why how she well, how did she die? She OD'd. She no, Alcohol. so she her heart basically like yeah. gave okay. out, and I mean, basically a lot of that was because of past heavy drug use, and she, I didn't even know this till I saw it, but she's. She suffered for a long time with bulimia. Mm. So and so, just when you're that super skinny, yeah, it takes a toll on your body. It just, yeah. So that's kind of. I don't think she died in OD. I don't really think that's what it was. But it's just she just destroyed her body. Yeah, and it was really interesting to kind of see. You know, you you have those people who see her as like that. She's the gravy train. She's the money maker, and Mm -hmm. they don't want that to stop. So even oh. if she's not happy, they want her to keep going. Mm-hmm. But to hear them talk is definitely their like justification. Like, oh, she wanted to do this. Meanwhile, mm. like she wanted to go on tour. Meanwhile, all of her friends are like, she didn't want to go on tour. She yeah. wanted to make more music. She hated yeah. it. She was miserable. So it was very. It was mm. so fascinating. It was so good. Such a Highly talent. Recommend it. Such a talent. She was only twenty-seven when she oh died. Oh my gosh. So that's crazy. But it's 
Highly recommend wow. it. It's really good. All right. So uh, really, we're going to kind of not do too much weekly news stuff here, but I did <laughs> want to talk about movie trailers mm-hmm. and about hype a little okay. bit before we get into the movie. Lay it on me, baby. Yeah. So, so what are your thoughts when it comes to, I mean, Comic-Con just happened mm-hmm. and some of those trailers unofficially came out like mm-hmm. Deadpool and... Yep. X-Men, mm-hmm. whereas other ones fully came out. I mean, because Suicide Squad was originally leaked, and then Warner Bros. like, well, just... They don't want yeah. people watching exactly. the shitty version of it. Here's a high right. definition. Right. Of it. So, um, I guess my thought is, you know, when it comes to... Because we all like those types of movies here mm-hmm. in this panel. I mean, what are our thoughts when it comes to the trailer? Do we really feel that they can turn us around on things? Or do you think we see in a trailer what we want to see? Or, I mean, wh- where, what are we thinking about I love it. Uh, I was at Con, um, yeah, and I got to sit in some panels. Uh, Teen Titans Go, The Simpsons, nice. uh, TV Guides, fan favorites. So, like, I saw some extra reels and stuff like that, and I got excited about all of them. I saw an episode of Teen Titans, and, you know, I still get excited about that stuff. Um, so I think all those trailers are doing is getting everyone excited yeah. for their movie that comes mm-hmm. out. And if they get leaked, it's just only going to build more excitement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so, no, I mean, I, I like that they release all those trailers, and I, I'm not going to lie, I like that they get leaked so I can yeah. watch them. But do you really feel the trailers um, turn you around on your are your built-in perception of a movie? Or do you think, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, I yeah, know, no, because I've yet to be hmm. like, well, that movie's going to suck, and then see another trailer, I'm like, oh, it's not, it looks pretty good, you know? Yeah. Um, Actually... I kind of was skeptical about Suicide Squad. I was like, I don't think that's going to be very good. Mm-hmm. And I saw yeah. the trailer, and I'm more hopeful about it now mm-hmm. after yeah. I saw it than yeah. I was before. Yeah, because the stills for, um, for is it, uh, why am I blanking on the crocodile, dude? Mm-hmm. Um, Killer Croc? Yeah, Killer Croc. The stills, the, even the cast photo for me, I'm like, that looks stupid, but it mm-hmm. looks so much better actually on the trailer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Looked way better than mm-hmm. just. Yeah, you know, I heard that whole suit's uh, practical. Like, none of it was CGI'd and stuff well, mm-hmm. while he was filming. So I'm sure they went mm-hmm. and touched it up a yeah. little bit afterwards. So. Yeah, we kind of hope so. <laughs> so you don't hear like, rubber leather. Yeah. So I just, I found it, you know, interesting. I didn't really know what to think about with Suicide Squad. My only thought, which isn't their fault at all, so Warner Brothers, if you're listening, it's not your fault, and I am not saying this. My only gripe, and I'm just going to have to just swallow it down inside of me until it eventually poisons me from the inside and kills me, is, is I don't really care for what they have turned Harley into. I don't when compared to what she originated in. Now, I get the reason that they're kind of making her to be a little, I don't want to say hoary, but a little bit more provocative yeah. and more sexual in the movie is because that's how she is now in the comics right. versus what she was before. Right. So I, to me, she's always going to be the in, incredibly intelligent woman mm-hmm. who basically got Stockholm Syndrome and was, yeah, and was in a, yeah. an abusive relationship that she eventually could get out of. And then she was a little lost trying to find her way into now where she is kind of portrayed as the suicide squad's mattress. No, I mean, even okay. in the, the uh, escape yeah. from Arkham, the, the animated DC movie, I mean, she just jumps into bed with one of the characters and it's just mm. that once again, that I know that that's just kind of how she's portrayed now in the comics, 
So I feel like an old man, like, well, back in my day. <laughs> well, I mean, they also, speaking of stills, they show those pictures where she's fully dressed in a button-up shirt and like a kind of like a pantsuit or whatever mm-hmm. like that with glasses on. So I don't, I think they're going to use it like Joker's influence was so perverse on her from yeah. where she yeah. started. Because I think yeah. they are going to have her smart, um, very so. capable in the I beginning so. and then kind of get that Stockholm, but more than that, like, Get you your need insides see- kind of twisted around by this yeah. sicko, you yeah. know what I mean? You need to see her transition into that. Yeah, and I think sure. they will. I th- from what I've seen from all of the uh, pictures and stuff like that, it seems like they're going to be getting a lot into her origin yeah. story and all that. Yeah, so. I really hope so. Hope and really- Noah, shut up, okay? If they want to <laughs> have her half naked, God <laughs> let her put her half naked, okay? I mean, it is Margot Robbie, and yes. she is gorgeous, but she is. still. She is. What did you think of the Superman versus Batman? Dug it. I dug it. I uh, I dig the darker kind of storylines that they're placing in this world. Um, because I never liked Superman and mm-hmm. Captain America because there were the wholesome superheroes who only fight for what's right and mm-hmm. justice. Mm-hmm. And I never really kind of like related to that. You yeah. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. to have these fi- iconic figures kind of brought down to a, a more grimy or more relatable level. Like we all have shit. We all have shit that we deal with mm-hmm. going on and i'd like to see that they have shit just like anybody else mm-hmm. even though he's the super alien yeah. and all that stuff and i think affleck's gonna fucking be amazing yeah. as batman he looked awesome in the suit i think he's gonna kill his bruce okay. wayne what did we think about um jesse eisenberg's long hair <laughs> i th- i think they're using the same wig guy as <laughs> arrow does because <laughs> every time i watch arrow i'm like god damn they gotta get a better wig guy I think they called this guy for that movie. Um, but, I mean, we, we've seen the stills of yeah. him and his head shaved. So, yeah. I mean, the so wig's coming wig. off. Yeah. What does yeah. he play? What is Isaac Lex, Lex Luthor. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's probably really? the biggest gripe I have against <laughs> this. Is like, I'm, I don't really see him as a Luthor. But he looks pretty good I, in the trailer. Yeah. So, no, you know, we'll see. I can't even picture mm-hmm. that. Yeah. No, I don't know. Okay. It'll be it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll, I'll for sure... Check them out. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm so nervous for DC. I just really am because the more I hear about, I mean, we've talked yeah. about it on the show, yep. the more we hear about how they're going about even constructing the phase one, it just feels so hodgepodge and forced. No, they're playing catch up like a motherfucker though. Yeah. yeah. But they, sh- you know, Marvel took their time and that was yeah. for That's the why it's so successful because yeah. we and got, what, five movies before the first Avenger movie? Yeah. Oh, and man. even then, they didn't even call it phase one. Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah. hopefully it works out, and then we'll call it. They only announced phase two, and they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, that was phase one. <laughs> like, yeah. That's how they did it. Oh, so. But they did announce that yeah. uh, Affleck and Jeff Johns are going to co-write the solo Batman uh-huh. film, and, which I'm super excited about. And Ben about. Affleck's going to direct Ooh. it. Yeah. Okay. Which will be interesting, because I think he's a great director. My he only is. concern is he... Based on the town in Argo, when it comes to the action scenes, they don't totally work. Okay. Those are those are his weakest areas. Huh. So I'm really hoping that this kind of pushes him as a director. Otherwise, yeah. I think he's phenomenal. Yeah. He pulls out some great in you know internal acting mm-hmm. from people. So it'll be it'll be interesting. That's what a director is supposed to do. Good yeah. for him. And did you do we see the Deadpool? Yeah, trailer? oh my god. The How'd Deadpool like trailer was probably oh, one man. of the best trailers yeah. so at, funny. at the entire con. Um it looked great. I love all of the cussing in it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I love he when he at one point he looks over at this camera and says, Now start the music. And mm-hmm. like right before they do it, so obviously gonna be bringing that uh, fourth, the fourth wall. wall. Yeah. Um 
and the costumes in it looked awesome. Yeah. It looked funny as hell. The Stan Lee cameo is probably mm-hmm. going to be his best. Ugh, love um, him so much. And I'm, I'm excited. I, I can't wait till they release it. It's about yeah. fucking time that they just stopped ignoring all of the, well, hey, it can't be the same costume as it is in the comic book, or it can't be oh, that. It, it can. Yeah. It can if you want it to be. It yeah. can. And I think this, I think this movie is the one that they're making for the fans. Oh, yeah. absolutely. The yeah. fans are the ones that yeah. made, that actually got this greenlit, so they yeah. owe it to the fans. Really. I'm just really hoping I get like a Wolverine cameo and just have him like duke it out for a little bit. <laughs> I'd like to see that. <laughs> He drives I'm, Wolverine crazy in the comics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he hate, they hate him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He loves tormenting. Yeah, there was actually a great, I want to say, five-part, um, five-issue story with the most recent run that um, had Wolverine and uh, Captain America, mm-hmm. where they go over to North Korea. Did you read this? Yeah, I did. Yeah, oh, it was really? brilliant. It really I, was. Yeah, um, the, the scientist that created Deadpool took uh-huh. his, like, dna or his oh. his blood and he used it on people and tried to clone um like x-men uh-huh. but they all had the same skin di- issue oh, okay. and everything they were yeah. dying yeah so they needed but it was so cool oh, um but yeah so even um awesome. on the uncanny x-force which mm-hmm. you guys should read uh it's uh x-force team led by wolverine and mm-hmm. has deadpool on it and his deadpool basically like hey i've never really been on a like a superhero team and yeah. you know this is my family i just want to bond with you guys but he's deadpool so he's super weird about it yeah. all and it's great i love oh the deadpool gosh. character yeah so i'm it's looking great forward character. to that. even what i saw from uh apocalypse i'm excited yeah. about well i was excited about that one anyways i hope so even though he does kind of the stills make him look a little bit like ivan ooze yeah, from, and I thought that before those articles but, came, I was like, "Oh, he kind of looked." But I don't like. I mean, I would, I would have liked oh. like the pale skin with the you're lines right. from oh, his ears right. to his mouth. I would have you're liked right. to have seen that. But um, once again, these are stills. Oscar yeah. Isaac is an amazing he actor. Is. Mm. Duke he is. Duke is act. Yeah. So I'm not worried about it because he's going to give a great, great performance as Apocalypse. He doesn't have to be. They could have totally CGI'd that character. Yeah, oh, but... totally. They didn't, and they created that amazing costume and everything. And they're gonna, I think it's going to look cool. Yeah, it's going to be great. And Olivia Munn is. is Psylocke. Mm. Oh my god! Yeah. Mm. My that. god, she now she looked like she just ripped right out of the comic. Yeah. Book. Oh, she did. She right? looked fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. She looks yeah. just like in the comics. I, I have can't a Psylocke wait. Uh, statue at my house. You guys should see. Yes, Can I borrow it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't look at it. It's stand away. You can glance at it, then turn away. He'll make sure to wash his hands before he touches. Wrapped around the leg and everything, really super sexy. That sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Olivia Mm -hmm. Munn as when they announced her style. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, please. She's so hot. Yes. Really is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She's gonna be perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. When I think about Psylocke, I'm like, yep. Psylocke's British, right? It's complicated. Okay. Uh, The original Elizabeth Braddock. She was British. She was part of the. British corpse, right? Her, yeah. yeah. By her brothers. Okay, that's right. And then I feel like she switched bodies with someone. Yeah, that's I right. I don't yeah. remember And then now. that person got trapped it. in her body. Or okay. no, she got trapped in someone else's body, but she's still Elizabeth. Okay. On the inside. And, and her she brother still has is... a British accent. Captain Britain. That's right. Captain Britain. Yes, indeed. Yes. <laughs> We're Come learning back so to my much. teens and childhood. So Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. So, let's go. Let's let's do it. So All real right. quick, we'll go around here, starting with Chris. What did okay. we think? And if we had to rename it, what would you rename it? Oh, God. This that was a long watch. 
Um, it wasn't it wasn't as bad as watching Gone with the Wind, <laughs> but it was still pretty oh, like uh, tiresome for me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I would rename it uh, Across the Desert because that's basically what happens in this movie, just going back and forth across different deserts. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, some parts of it was was okay. I just didn't really find myself mm-hmm. like into it. Like we were when I was watching The Graduate. Um, yeah. I'm into it. Like the whole time, yeah. like I find yeah. like you're completely. When we're engaged. a really good movie, like I like I didn't think look it was down slow at all. and be like, shit, I yeah. haven't taken any notes. You know, I've yeah. been watching yeah, the yeah. movie the whole time. With this, I'm just like doodling my fucking pen on the paper. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, okay, you still going I through the desert, page. Lawrence? Yeah, one page. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't like Lawrence as a character. Yeah. Um, conceited white guy. He was super conceited. Oh, yeah. Crazy feminine yeah. for being a warrior. Okay, so what would you rename it? We'll get Across you. the Desert. Across the Desert. Yes. Amy. Okay. Um, what would I rename it? Lawrence of Great Britain. <laughs> I don't know. Fair enough. That, <laughs> I, I mean know. that that works. But so I mean, are you feeling the same way as Chris about I, it? I didn't it was super, super long. It was just really, really super, long. Super long. <laughs> <laughs> right. right? So, yeah. It's, Three hours, 27 minutes of my life and that I, I will, will never see again. I will um, third that motion. Okay. <laughs> I, we are all... I am so sorry, I, AFI, but I hated yeah. this movie so much. As I did I. hated it. If I had to rename it, I would name it Lawrence of a really, really long movie. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's yeah. so long. It's a long Jesus. movie. Ugh. Oh, my God. Just awful. So concludes the podcast. Bye-bye. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. So... <laughs> One of the questions we had, or that that Chris had in between years, he was asking if my disc also had the black screen at the beginning. Did yours, Amy, when you watched it? Um, start, like it was playing music, but for the first 20 minutes, it was just a black screen. Uh, no, no title because my, no, my, I just The DVD copy that I had had like a disclaimer at the beginning because they probably got enough complaints where it said the way that the director initially intended oh it to God. be was to have just the music playing at the beginning with a black screen for that and for the intermission. So uh-huh. that's how it was shown. Just so okay. people like, you know, other people be like, is, is this broken? Did yeah. I get a faulty That's what disc? I thought. I had to fast forward and like, okay. okay. And I have to admit, like the music really, it, I felt like it acclimated you to the world at least. Like I mm-hmm. thought the music uh-huh. was good. Okay. Um, I, 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 and it was definitely it was like fine. the it was theme music for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was very epic in feel. It was very yeah. grandiose, a lot of stuff. But I'll say by the end of the movie, I was fucking so sick of that song. Yeah. They played it so much in that mm-hmm. three and a yeah. half hour long movie. Mm-hmm. So that song's like 11 minutes and they played it in its <laughs> oh entirety. <my> God. <laughs> and seriously, like I even yeah. have my notes. I'm like the... The opening music score is epic. Like I'm saying yeah. good stuff about it in my notes. And then, <laughs> then at the, the bottom, bottom, it's like, by the end of the film, sick of theme songs. <laughs> it was yeah. nonstop. Yeah. The ego of a director to make you have undivided attention on the screen for 11 minutes while the song played on a black screen is ridiculous to me. But I don't I don't know. With, with that, though, I kind of get it because... I mean, yeah, it is definitely, mm. you know, like his auteur moment, yeah. but I kind of get it in the feeling of, um, you know, you're coming, you have your own shit you're dealing with going into the theater, sitting down before the movie, you have your own stuff. Right. I don't know back in 1962 if they, you know, with the amount of trailers now it's like 20 minutes of trailers mm-hmm. before a film, yeah. but whatever it is, I get that he, I could see it as his way of kind of like mm. easing you into the world of the film. No way to staring at a 
fucking black screen help you get into the movie. Yeah. If anything, that's going to keep you in your It'd make own me mad. shit. I don't know. I'd be like, you know, like the with Star Wars, mad. when the it's like yeah. it's music playing and then it's just the space yeah. and then you see words come up. That brings you into the movie because now if they would have done that with Lawrence of Arabia and maybe it would have had a different effect at the beginning. Yeah. Instead of just like, okay, well, I guess now. Okay, are you ready now? <laughs> let's yeah. let's start because Can we you're do ready. This, please? Let's begin our journey. Like if it would have started far off in the deserts of Arabia. <laughs> Was a guy yeah. named Lawrence. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, show me some words yeah. or something I could get excited mm-hmm. about, not just a blank screen. So how do we feel about the way they portrayed the motorcycle accident? Because, by the way, this is based, in case yeah. listeners do not realize this, this is based on a real person in real events. Mm-hmm. But yep. what do we... I felt like, like, I got that, that, that you know, they're not going like, to oh, make his death... At the beginning. Yeah, they're not going to make his death overly, like, fake because it's based on a real person. Yeah. But it was just so really weird. Happened. The way it was, like, me, 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 just on his face when he's going crazy. Me. Yeah. And then Plus, even just... He, he wasn't really aged. Like, you didn't... To me, there wasn't a big differential no, into what he looked like then and what he looked like present day, only it didn't say it was... Pre- you know what I mean? Like, you go back and forth... When I first saw it, I was like, okay, this guy's addicted to, to the thrill. Yeah, huh? he's an adrenaline you're... junkie. But, but in the movie, no, he wasn't. No, he, <laughs> no. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to go back. Yeah. No. Like, this guy was a weenie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it made no sense. Yeah. yeah. That whole thing just, it did not make sense. Yeah. So maybe people, I don't know, Amy, you know more yeah. about the actual um, person, but I don't. I feel like that was just so strange to be like, oh, mm-hmm. we don't know what his motivations were when he crashed his motorcycle. Yeah. He probably was joyriding and people were on bicycles. Like, I don't know. It was yeah. just so. Yeah. And it just, it, it was also weird to have that epic music playing that's definitely more of that, you know, desert epic feel yeah. and then be like, oh, but we're back in England. Mm-hmm. He's, on, he's going room room. We're like, in Dorset. In, so in the countryside. Of Oxfordshire. He's in Sweden is yeah. what it looked like. <laughs> yeah, it was so... Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I was not digging that. And I was not digging the scene where everyone's just like, whoa, at his funeral. Yeah. I don't... They're all I don't know. talking... I shook his hand. How dare you get, sir? <laughs> yeah, Lawrence was a dick. Have you ever met dick. this good man? Yeah. yeah. I just, I will say, because it seems like we're going to get on a pretty uh, heavy trend of shitting on this movie. But I, so <laughs> I do want to say, because I saw the remastered version of it mm-hmm. um, because it was cheaper to rent on iTunes. Okay. But there were some beautiful shots. Mm-hmm. I will say mm-hmm. that they had some beautiful yeah. shots of the desert and then the sky. Yeah. Um, the jump cuts. That I thought were really nice and it really showed the kind of environment right. that they were in. You can thank the editor for that, though. <laughs> I think if it was up to the director, it just would have been like five minutes of the desert and nothing. <laughs> just well, fuck. The there's desert. nothing in the desert, so I mean, just nothing, nothingness. <laughs> but they did. They just did have some nice at, shots. For fuck's sake. <laughs> I know. More I blank know. screen. I know. More. Yeah, yeah. What we need in this shot is more sand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where do they film this? Uh, they in, um, in, like over in Egypt. Okay. I believe All right. so. Um. But yeah, they because it looked like they were out in the shit for a little while. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, they went to the desert to mm-hmm. film this. Well, mm-hmm. so they they yeah they filmed it over in that area, and okay. I think I want to say in like Cairo. Cairo. Okay. Yeah, I want to say Cairo. But then they were the producers running short Ooh. on money, so they finished Wait, it in yeah. Spain, which pissed off the director because oh. there was um 
a story has it where he was like looking, he was the last one to leave. Everyone else went to Spain to finish the filming. And he's like looking at those like, yeah, good luck. You know, good luck finding this anywhere else in the world. Mm -hmm. So I do. Um, Also King Hussein of Jordan um, sent over a whole bunch of troops to be, the extras uh-huh. in the desert. And I'm trying to they remember. They were really soldiers. Yeah, they were But were they weren't his paid, soldiers. so they got pissed. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was like, oh, they're real. They don't need money. <laughs> they're on a soldier's salary. And they they work or die. That's right. And he was probably like, they were probably like, oh, but we're not getting paid to be soldiers right now either. Yeah. We're on a yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at this silly ass costume I'm wearing. <laughs> Come on, I'm a, I'm a soldier. I'm the kid of the king's guard. This is ridiculous, man. Mm-hmm. And... I will say, and I'm I'm going to ask you guys a lot of questions okay. because I feel like I missed a lot. For okay. some reason in this film, and even with, I disagree. I actually think Gone with the Wind, I, I, I don't want to say I like it better, but it was more easy to follow along with things. I found my eyes okay. kind of like glossing over yeah. and yeah. I found myself losing interest in what was going on. So I felt like I missed, there was a disconnect between me and the film. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I missed stuff. Like, why did Lawrence leave the base? What did his okay. commanding officer say? I... Yeah. I'll tell you just because I... Okay, so I read the um, the biography of T.E. Lawrence. And um, he also wrote an autobiography. Something Pillars, Seven Pillars. Or that's something. his autobiography. But that was only published privately. So that's... I think he could special order it and everything. I don't think it's I sitting really on care your. That much. <laughs> but he actually had a really interesting life, and he did a lot to, um, you know, he was a British. Um, he was an archaeologist. Okay, so he studied at Oxford archaeology, and then when World War One started, they sent him over to kind of be like a cultural attache, cultural attaché, you know basically get information, kind of brief them on what's going on. He knew a lot about the Bedouin, the tribes of all of that whole area. <laughs> you can go get into that Middle Eastern geography, which I'm not going to right now. But anyway, but I, I thought it was a really fascinating story because he was just sitting there doing cartography, um, you know, for the British um uh, infantry, you know, trying to get like where are the strongholds, where where are these attacks going to be, and trying to bring all like, those tribes together. Exactly, and he was like, you know, screw this, I'm out of here. He wanted to be where the action was, so he was a little bit of an adrenaline junkie. He was like five feet five tall, five five five. He's short, wow. just a little Peter bit tall. Looks like seven foot. He's six <laughs> four in real life. Or yeah. in he was six four. So, you know, they kind of had to minimize his stature in the film and then you know the thing about the actual um lawrence is that he just he found out that he had an affinity for these people and these tribes and what they were trying to do and trying to get the arab nations uh to be autonomous that they want you know to lead themselves and then he tried to do all of this stuff for them and he was very successful with it and then the Western people just wasn't, ha- they weren't having any of it. They were like, nah, no thanks. You know, we just, we, we like having our thumb on them and we're good. And then, you know, but he was really friends with this prince, the prince, the sheriff guy. Um, I mean, there are pictures of them in the biography together. It's really interesting. Like, yeah, I mean, it's fascinating. I got, I got the feeling that this is a very interesting story and a very 
Not the way the movie portrayed that's what it. I'm saying, yeah, yeah, I feel like the movie made it seem yeah. dull as shit. Where the story yeah. should be like, wow, like this yeah, dude exactly. Went out there because I mean, when I read like the premise after watching yeah. it to figure out what I just watched, <laughs> yeah, like I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> like why happened. didn't I see this movie? Yeah, you know, and there's a lot of political talking, you know, like with the or you know, like military talking with a lot of right. stuff where I'm like, but you're not saying things that a movie audience would find interesting. Do they ever explain yeah. why he wanted uh, to move the Turkish out so that the Arabs could move in? Like they ever they never really explained why he wanted to do that? Why he personally wanted to do that yeah. or why the his why the No, military? he personally because he went off on his own mission right. that yeah. they didn't sanction cuz he's like, "Well, I have to do this." Yeah. Um, cuz I think for he the was, desert or something. Yeah, right? I think he was doing that for the people of right. the desert. Like he felt like you know, he can use yeah. his Western influences and resources. Which he did. Which, which he, did. he did. But, you know, I don't think they were very happy with it. No, I mean, it's it's the just... The Arab people were, but, well, you, but you the see British it, weren't. You see it all the time, and both yeah. in the news and in movies, where it's like the, the people who are the dominant mm-hmm. society yeah. are going to be like anything that doesn't seem forward right. moving with technology. It's like, oh, yeah. they're just simpletons. You know, it's easy to yeah. downgrade them. Well, like after the war, he went, he went with that Prince Faisal and... Um, a whole bunch of people and they went to France to some peace treaty conference and he was like look these people can do this on their own they they've got it together they're you know they're they're all about more freedom and moving within their own country and trade and they're really excited about moving forward with with progress and importing and exporting and everybody's got something to offer everybody. And then France was like, well, we don't like that so much. So we're going to take over Syria. It's like, what the hell just happened? Mm -hmm. You know? So like, it just never ends. It just never, never ends. So he um, was extremely disillusioned with that. And, you know, after he came back from the war and, you know, he had all these victories there and then he came back and he only got popular because some American lecture circuit guy was like, there was this guy named Lawrence and he did all these things. And suddenly he was Lawrence of Arabia and he was like, what the hell? I just want to be a little, little soldier. Yeah, I'm a corporal. Right yeah, exactly. So he didn't want any of that. So he changed his name a couple times Whoa. and. In the movie, they just showed him relishing in this. Like oh, he yeah. sees himself as yes. the prophet. Because he, he says, yeah. they won't yeah. go fight for a war, but they'll come fight for, for me. me. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, the movie no. portrayed him definitely as a narcissistic. As an mm. asshole. <laughs> but even like. He's such a douche. I get in like in the in real life yeah. why he was sent out to do that because yeah. he knew that. But in the movie, it just seemed no, like. No, it didn't discuss any of that. No, because it made it seem like, well. We're tired of this guy complaining how bored he is. Here. Yeah, let's just send him yeah. out in the field. That's kind of that's kind of how it how it felt to me. But one thing I found interesting is, um, like how many how many movies since this have the same theme of like mm-hmm. the white man assimilating yeah. with other cultures? We yeah. have lead me, white man, lead we, me. We have dances with wolves, yeah. the last samurai. Uh, freaking Pocahontas. The first Indiana Jones. First Indiana Jones, Avatar, yeah. Fern Gully. Like that's... Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, that's kind of... Yeah, you're right. You know, we white people, we... we Don't we even get to, me started, We need white to man. settle we, down. We do have a lot of technology, but what we don't have is tradition. 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so so I, I found that is something that was yeah. interesting that was a side note where mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, a lot of movies. Yeah. You know, because I know when Avatar people came out or when that came out, people were like, oh, great, it's Pocahontas and Ferngully. Mm-hmm. Like, but watching this, like, oh no, it happened before those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way before. You know? Yeah. Um, so I found that kind of I feel like this movie was a complete missed opportunity. It could have been something really exciting. Well, or important. Or I mean, important, I yeah. Maybe back yeah. then in 62, maybe it was sure. important. But for now, it's just, yeah. it seemed like it took the story that could be something really important and mm. was boring know. as shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm like being super blunt no, about this. No, no, just, you are totally right. And I just, I tried to stay engaged to the story. Mm-hmm. Oh, and here's something that was very frustrating. It's going to sound funny to you because you didn't live it. But it's frustrating to me. So there was a couple times where I didn't pay attention to what minute point I was. And my my Blu-ray player, if I press if it's off and I press play, it'll just start it back up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So yeah. well, when I was away twice, my roommate took out the disc and oh. put in something else. Okay. So I had to put the disc back in and, and find it. In most movies, that's not a problem. But this one, I swear to God, I spent both times combined, probably spent 20 minutes getting to the right scene because every scene looks the same. Exactly the same. And they almost talk about the same shit where I'd be like, oh, this is the scene. And I watch like three minutes like, nope, they talked about that. And so I had to skip more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it looks the same. I know. Yeah, I kept checking the time on mine because I was watching my iPad. So I see, oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> you can get through this, Chris. There's only an hour down the pike. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was Pep crazy. talking yourself. Mm-hmm. So that was not good. Not, not, not and fun like for some me. things were were yeah. just like odd to me. Like when he first met a guy who took him to the well, who's getting him through the yeah. desert, and then he gets shot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then, like, the next scene is him riding off and, like, singing and whistling and, and the echoes of like, all the mountains. Yeah. Like, oh, what's going on? You, he was just like, I'm like, you killed my friend. That's right. You know what I mean? But, yeah, he's yeah. like, la, the name of Breton. <laughs> right? Like, come on. That, that's, it doesn't make any sense to me. It didn't. I'm sorry. Weren't you yeah. scared? But, I know. But even even that Weirdo. the dialogue exchange when the guy oh, sh- no. like he talks to the dude that shot him, he's yeah. like, "Oh, that was mine. Oh well, I was gonna drink from it or he's whatever." He's not it's worthy. Like, to All drink right, we'll drink from, from it. It's like, yeah, but you, you can, him. but he can't. Yeah, yeah, that was strange. Not to mention, yeah. I don't really. Uh, what well, <laughs> kind of remind me of? Uh, Do you ever see Up in Smoke? Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know the song uh, Mexican Americans, where he's like, "What." Well, what do you say? I don't like to go to the movies where the dude has to wear contact lenses to make his blue eyes brown. Because don't it make my brown eyes blue? And I was watching this like, oh, God, look at all these white people they casted in this. And I was thinking yeah. like, well, you know, I'm maybe I'm glad this doesn't fucking happen anymore. Mm-hmm. It oh. just happened in uh, that Christian Bale. Oh, with uh, Exodus? Exodus. Like That's they're still right. doing yeah. this shit yeah. till this day. We said we haven't moved on from this. Mm-hmm. Which I I like the uh, the show Tyrant on uh, uh-huh. FX. Almost all yeah. Middle Eastern actors. Yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's a good intense. show. It's a really good show, yeah. man. I want to check it yeah, out. it just it's on its second season right now, man. It's really good. FX, so I usually yeah. check out all their shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, FX just we got just found out that the comedians got canceled after what? One season. Oh. No way. Yep. It, I only saw the first couple season. of that episodes. was a was funny, funny show, man. Yeah. 
No yeah. way it got canceled. The, the ratings weren't that great, and I reviews know. weren't that great either. No so. way. Who was giving this show bad reviews? A lot of people. Shame on you. I liked it. Have you? I know you did. did you watch so it? Funny. I want to see yeah. it because I really like. Oh Crystal. man, it was yeah. good. That's a bummer. They had low numbers, and they couldn't justify paying yeah. everybody for a second season. I mean, you're paying yeah. Billy Crystal TV yeah. money. That's exactly. fucked up. Yeah. I was hoping that one would work out. Nope, sadly. Anywho, sorry. Mm-hmm. Hate to be a bummer. Yeah, thanks, on a dude. Already negative podcast. Um, <laughs> my question is Do you think it was kind of the God complex, or why do you think Lawrence like stood still when that train guy was like shooting at him? I don't understand. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what the. You know what? I remember watching that thinking the same thing. Like, what, what, what the hell? Why isn't he scared? Yeah. I, I feel like he's he was riding up his on own the top high. of the. Yeah. yeah. I guess so. But it wasn't it wasn't abundantly clear. Well, he like, literally got on top of the yeah. train, standing above everyone, yeah. kind of like, yeah. look Walking, at me, yeah. look at me, and then get shot. And he's like, oh shit! I feel like maybe he had like this mm-hmm. human moment. Yeah, like maybe I maybe I am human. I'm not. Nah. I'm not that serious. So he there. just sits there, just like a flesh wound. Yeah, I don't know. It's completely because he didn't need him to like it. stop. Uh-uh. Don't kill that man. Like the dude got sliced yeah. with the sword afterwards. By someone, by, yeah. someone yeah. cre- crept up behind him was just like bam, and so he. I don't know. Yeah. I don't and know a lot of things that about that journalist this movie. was like I've never seen anyone get killed by a sword before. That's oh. weird. You know, like completely unaffected. <laughs> like my god, somebody was killed by a sword. And you know what? In the next Wouldn't scene, you? he got shot in his arm, right? And so the next scene it shows it's him creepy. and he's sitting down and he's writing with yeah. his right <laughs> with his right hand. Yeah. Just god. a flesh one, Chris. Damn this movie. I know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure why it's considered an epic, why it needed to be so long. It could and have been... it took 14 been... months to shoot it, I believe. Oh, my goodness. Like, I feel like with this and with Gone with the Wind, oh, I feel like the reason that wow. they get the raves they do is I feel like the scope of the production for the time really travels well when it comes to, like, the best of. Mm-hmm. Because this definitely was a big endeavor, and it was even hard. They had a really hard time when they moved to Spain. Uh-huh. They had a really hard time finding, like, camels. Okay. Um, no kidding. Yeah, you... I mean, right? <laughs> right? I mean, when I think of Spain, I'm like, camels galore. But apparently, they had a hard mm-hmm. time finding camels. Uh, okay. Let's <laughs> see here. So, but, yeah, my, another question I had is, why did that one kid hide the detonator in his shirt? He didn't hide it. He lost it. No, because the other kid, it went off in his shirt. It was the same kid. Um, He, like, he had held really, it back, and then, like, he put it, like, in his, like, side pocket. Um, And then the other kid took off, and he was standing there yeah. waiting for Lawrence. And then he was, like, okay. patting, you know, like, how you, like, like when people are looking for, like, lighters and matches, yeah. how they pat all their shit. And he was patting his shit, and he's like, I can't find it, Lawrence. It's gone. He's like, oh, sorry, just grab, grab another one. And then it went off. So he just, like, slid down oh, okay. his That's sweatpants. For some reason, I thought it was the other kid. No, no, no. It just slid mm. down his shit. And speaking of, I didn't, I hated how they gave him an all-white outfit. Right? Yeah. The Messiah. God I know. He was the he was the life, white angel. God in real life, it. he wore the the Bedouin outfit and everything, white as a ghost. Oh my really? yeah. god! Yeah, yes. Well, that bums me out even more. That is accurate. Yeah. Oh uh, God! Please don't. Okay. <laughs> so I also anyway. had a question: Did Peter O'Toole during this movie did he creep anybody else out? Yeah, I didn't understand what his he deal was. He seemed, always looked at people. Yeah, like like, sl- like the only w- description I can think of is like slithery. Like yeah. he looked very. Yeah, he looked very snake like. Mm-hmm. Was Peter O'Toole uh, homosexual? Um, the care according to the director, 
Something that the movie was supposed to underscore was Lawrence's struggle with homosexuality. Okay. Now, oh. I I didn't I I, <laughs> I felt certain moments where I'm like, is he? But I didn't really. I felt like that was almost like accidental. Yeah. So maybe that was just like uh, there was a rape O'Toole scene leaking into Lawrence or what? But I almost feel like he I told. Don't I don't know. I don't think. I don't think Pierre O'Toole is gay. I don't, I don't think he honestly, was either. I really but um, but I just. Mm. I almost wondered, I'm like, were there scenes that were left on the cutting room floor that dealt more with it? Like, it was never before seen. Remember that one scene where he's, uh, the sheriff was made to wait outside. They took Lawrence in, it was the Turks. And then they stripped him down and everything. And he's like, touching him. Yeah, that was so weird. I swear to God, for the longest time, I thought he got raped. I think yeah, he, me too. I think it was alluded to that he got raped, wasn't Be, it? Because no. they put him down. No, the guy, yeah, the guy the uh, was creepy, and he was like he watching. Was watching, right? yeah. they were hitting him, and, and then stuff, like when he like was like stripping off his clothes, he was like pinching so, his nipple and like yes, pulling it so apart. Strange. And that he was, was just like weird about it, and he's like, "I'm going to hide that? behind the door and watch it." And then he was just like, "Shut up." Sheriff, I don't want to talk about it, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing happened in there. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Gosh. I wasn't punked. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. There's so many, so many questions I have about this. What else do you guys have? I mean, That what... was really creepy, though. Why did they include that in that was completely, remember at the part there in the hospital, there at that outdoor hospital, and there's like, you know, People on top of people, and that one creepy sick guy is like following him around, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Don't touch me! Hey, Don't, get away! Get away!" What was that? And then he kept. That was a Turkish, uh, where all those soldier Turkish soldiers By were the at, way, right? So like they were like his enemy at that. Okay, point. but they're like he's walking around, and then the British soldiers show up with the nurse and everything. By the way, this whole film was a sausage fest. That's the only <laughs> scene where there's women. Yeah, but there were no female speaking roles in no. this film. Mm-mm. None. Okay, here's Weird. something. This I, was a I boys noticed. club for yeah. sure. Um, but something I noticed, which I thought, well, why are they celebrating this guy? But he only shot people when they were on the ground. Uh huh. Oh yeah. The whole movie, like first total, total uh, bitch execu- shooting. Sh- first oh, of all, he shot that dude right. six times. I know. That is not an execution. No. That is a drive by. <laughs> That's a thrill kill. You know, he was like, the dude's on the fucking ground, yeah. dude. He's yeah. not, and he was tied up. So yeah. He's not running anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And yep. then uh, he shoots the kid uh, after he had gotten In the, detonated, right? Yeah. Um, and then when he's kind of going crazy, when the dude's like, don't get lost in this, don't get lost. And then he's just like running around. He only shoots people who are on, on the, the ground. ground. Okay. Yeah, like what was bam, that bam, about? Amy at the ground. Yeah. I was just like, oh, this fucked up. Yeah. yeah. And first, he never was on the front lines of battle. Nope. Like, even nope. when he was like, to battle. And then yeah, everyone like, took oh, off. Wait, oh, wait back he, here, He, like, guys. stopped, like, yeah. running. Yeah. Like, he started running, and then everyone else started running, and then he started walking. And he was, like, the last one, and he caught up with the fucking photographer <laughs> from America. You know, yeah. those motherfuckers don't get on the front line. Yeah. And he was just like, uh, oh, uh. What are you doing back here, Lawrence? I yeah. just, you know, I'd stop to tie my shoe. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. I dropped something. No, I, I don't know. I have a contact. It's lost in the sand somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... With a lisp. Yeah. It was just so. He had, he wasn't he wasn't gay. And he was. He was straight. Peter O'Toole. Peter O'Toole. Yeah. Yeah. It just here. I felt the character was intense in the uncomfortable way, like the type where you talk to people and they're listening to you and yeah. you're looking at them like. I would, I'm so scared right now. Mm. Like, it's just so unsettling. Oh, I know. 
I know. I didn't like it. No. And even even when he, and his you eyes know, were so piercing blue. Yeah. It's almost like they were. You seem like you'd be good, play a good vampire because it definitely <laughs> you know seemed what? like yeah. they had that. Because that's the only you don't you don't need that intense staring in this film. Yeah, no. you don't. It's creepy. In vampire movies, yes, maybe. And but. it felt like he had so many so so many scenes at night where it was just dialogue with him and the prince, but. I kept feeling that they were having the same talk over and over again, where it's like, we get it. You know, yeah. we get that you're not second class citizens. We get it. Yes. Why are you continually? Ha- who are we you? Don't... You're agreeing. You're on the same side. I don't understand who you're arguing with. with I don't this. know either. I don't. What um... else we got? Oh, he said, they can only kill me with a golden bullet. Yeah. Well, good luck, guys. <laughs> you just got right. shot in your arm and fell down yeah. the side of a chain. Okay. <laughs> Don't, uh, they can they can take you shit. down, buddy. Gosh, um, trying to think what else I'm looking here. <laughs> I'm looking at my notes. Yeah, you know, did he get raped? <laughs> yeah. Question See, <laughs> and figures I would bring that up. That was just it, that was such an uncomfortable Maybe. scene, and yeah. then you hear the guy coughing, and you look way down the hallway. And I he's know just there like, he is. He's like unbuttoned his shirt like by that creeper. point. Mm-hmm. What was the nipple pulling? I'm sorry, that scene creeped me out so much. No, you're pale. You have blue eyes. Yeah. Are you sure you're not the Middle Eastern? Like, <laughs> obviously. Are you an Englishman? <laughs> like, I get that he was trying to put him in his place, but I also don't get why all of a sudden he's like, Gosh. let go after it. I don't really understand how that chain of events happens. You get captured, but then you get let go. Yeah, they just like threw him out. Like, oh, there's this uh, white dude who's been leading rebel forces against us. You oh can't gosh. be him. We're going to rape yeah. you and throw you in this mud yeah. outside. Right. Um, <laughs> but I felt like he kind of like okay. needed it to get taken down a few pegs. Maybe, oh but it didn't. It God. Didn't. <laughs> At one point. Rape for attitude adjustment. Oh, That's t- what Chris is suggesting. I, our podcast does not condone <laughs> the comments of Why podcast. am I laughing? Listen. That's At one hilarious. point, they're trying to convince Lawrence to go back. Like, and he's like, I'm done. I'm done. And they're like, you have to go back, back, Lawrence. And he's like, fine. You're right. I am extraordinary. <laughs> and like, he like runs off in a very queer manner. He I'm like, saunters off. damn it. Somebody <laughs> needs to take this guy down a couple pegs. And your wish came true. You disgusted. You got your rapist. <laughs> you got your movie raping. Oh, you had your deliverance moment. Oh, they had women in it, but they were just like all dead. Like, remember they passed that village, oh, yeah. and it was just all women. Sprawled. I thought, yeah, was, I mean, there there were women, women in the movie, just none of them had no. speaking roles. I no, literally, I like imad- I imagine that it's deliberate, but the fact that they didn't—I don't know—they didn't make him. Um, they made him creepy, and they made him have kind of that you know, adrenaline junkie kind of adventure seeking mm-hmm. thing, but they didn't have a lot to back it up. It wasn't enough to back it up. Like no, he I wasn't felt like a they, badass. They he wasn't said it in dialogue more than they showed it. Yeah. yeah. He, like, he never dialogue, rode out into battle yeah. leading those people and he wasn't nah, like slaughtering nah. them with his sword. No. He was just shooting cats on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The same guy that he had gone back to save, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. He was, went was out of his way. The the guy was like, oh, he'll be dead by midday. And he's like, well, I can't have that on my watch. And so he goes back, he goes out of his way, and then later shoots the guy six times for insubordination or something mm-hmm. stupid. And it it didn't make any sense to me. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I didn't. And we, one thing I noticed was uh, in the beginning when the guy's like, well, I shook his hand. Yeah. And then they ended it 
like when he was leaving, oh, I'd like to shake your hand. Yeah. I wanted that guy to like to flash forward back to the present day. <laughs> see, see, I, I told did you. shake his hand. <laughs> As you can see, yeah. that's when I shook his hand. Oh Lord, that was funny. That I don't know what what to say about this movie. Yeah, I mean, I it was just. I know so that, that people and, love it. Yeah, um, I had a. Actually, uh, uh, Ted Wilkinson that was on here for the nine to five, mm-hmm. he loves it, and he has it on you know high definition. Um, and he basically talks about uh, he says it's hypnotic. I'm looking at his notes because he kind of when I oh. when he heard that I hated it, yeah. um, he yeah. sent me this whole thing. So I feel like okay, since we're all shitting on it, yeah. and I should read it right. Yeah. Like I should yeah, give it its due. Man. Okay, do according it. to people who love it. Ted Wilkinson out there. What's up, buddy? Um, He says, it's beautiful and epic, and it bucks the Hollywood trend of happy endings. Other Mm. people would have stopped at the intermission where he wins, but then you have the dark second half where he bites off more than he can chew. The performances, the camera work, the script, it's all top notch. Mm -hmm. It's an epic film that also shows an intimate portrait of the mind of one man, and you feel the world he exists in and the world he needed to escape from to become who he was meant to be. But... I, no, I didn't get any of that. Yeah, no. no, me neither. <laughs> but uh, it's funny that they you... might have said it once, like in like a line or two, but they never showed it no. in his actions at all. No, it didn't, and it, it didn't even make it seem like he had to escape. What world was he escaping from when he went into the desert? He, I, he had uh, I come from a fat country with fat people. Like, yeah. okay, maybe you didn't like. He uh, was bored. That's the only reason I he mean, went to the desert. That's how it seemed in the movie. Everything else fell into place after that. It, yeah, the you know only what I mean? world I can think didn't... that he was escaping from was a land where it rains most of the time. Right. Like, that's pretty <laughs> exactly. much Lawrence hated fish and chips. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like pubs on Sundays yeah. with Graham. Um, it's funny that you, you asked somebody about it. So did I. Um, I don't know if you follow at the film analyst. Um, his name is Sterling. He's a San Francisco-based film critic. And we kind of banter back and forth. He subscribes to our podcast and everything. And we and, love you. And thank you, Sterling. Though. You're on it. You're I awesome. I don't love you that way, but no offense. He might love you that way. I, I don't do. know. Okay. Chris, Chris does. does. Oh. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I, <laughs> it's the floor. Um, I'm giving you a lot of credit. No, keep going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are like, Bing! and a grain of rice flicked out of his pants, you know? Oh, man. Like, yeah, it hit the motherfucking flow. <laughs> okay. Woke the neighbors up, sorry. <laughs> I DM'd. So that what was did... all that banging upstairs. It was your neighbor's heavy weenie. Wiener. Weenie. Peen. Peen. Actually, I let him borrow mine Penis. to work oh, on Oh, okay. Yeah. And it was like a thud. Okay. Um, I... <laughs> I sent him a DM. I'm like, okay, Lawrence Arabia, I'm watching it. Why is it so great? And he's like, oh, I love it. Not because of its epic nature and Lean's use of composition and empty space, which really is just a big screen. You need a big screen to do it justice. If you're watching it on TV, it's eh. I have so, a huge okay. screen at home. So do I. You've seen my TV. It's yeah. huge. It's, I don't know. He said it's an um, because of its intimate story of a man teetering on the razor's edge of madness. 
I don't know. I didn't get that. I don't. I the didn't film, see any evolution. I know. To the character. Well, see, neither did I. He was the same character all uh, the way that's, through. That's how, is okay. that how you felt, Chris? Yes. That's exactly same character all the way through. Okay. He just got exposed more. Like I feel like he was the same guy. I'm, he just yeah. kept getting deeper and deeper in this war, deeper and then he was like, deeper, "I gotta like, go," and then crap. he left. Yeah. I gotta He's, go to England now and do nothing and ride motorcycles really fast through the countryside. Okay, I'm sorry. And I'm sorry to Sterling, who thinks this is epic and everything. I'm not. Uh, this is just my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. The and- film would be just another big pick without Peter O'Toole, is what he's saying. He says that this... Um, that said, while I think the cast is amazing, it is a sausage fest. Even fewer women than Kwai, which barely seems possible. And also, the second half barely holds together and could use some pruning. Well, I think the whole film... It was like two hours too long. Oh, it really was. It could have been 90 minutes, no problem. Um, I didn't think it was. And then, you know what? The same director did Dr. Shivago, which is uh-huh. like an epic. This is part of like a package You think it's deal. epic too? Okay, so Brian, our engineer, he thinks it's epic. I just thought it was a what, bloated Dr. mess. Shivago? Yeah. It's a terrible story. Yeah, I felt like I was being too hard on this movie as well. Okay. So I asked my roommate, yeah. Angelo, to watch it. <laughs> Listen give me, to us. Uh, this is awesome. See, okay. give me a fresh set of eyes. See, listener or listeners. Yes. We, even though we personally don't like something, we want to understand. Absolutely. Why Help love us it. understand. So, what yes. did Angelo say? Uh, he killed himself. Oh, Angelo's oh, dead now. Angelo him, hung himself. That uh, escalated way. Intermission. Damn it. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> and he's fucking dead now. So, oh well. T. E. Lawrence. Lawrence, did he at least killed. say something before he died? Anything? Nope. Damn it, man! Not even a no. Angelo. He's selfish. No, uh, just left it blank screen. <laughs> Wanted me to assume everything. Oh man! <sighs> did he leave any money? <laughs> Can we, Anything? I, mean, is, I went to his have pockets. This <laughs> room yet? Let's yeah, go like, loot Angelo's. Shout room. out to Lawrence of Arabia, uh, pillaging what you take. <laughs> I never knew yeah. your roommate's name was Angelo. Mm-hmm. I just waved to him. Never introduced myself. That's so rude. You could call him Gimp. Uh, Gimp? I keep him in his room. Okay. Okay. Yeah. With you, a ball yeah. gag or just zipper? Obviously, the zipper. It okay. a zipper. It's a ball <laughs> gag that you zip over. <laughs> All right. <laughs> exactly. All right. Did you have anything to say about Lawrence of Arabia, Brian? No. Um, nobody really has anything Brian to say. Doesn't. No, and I, don't and I really, get I do, it. I do feel bad because we're totally shitting on this, like yeah. we did with um, Gone with the Wind. Yeah. And I mean, we, we you know, we read Ted and um, your friend's stuff, right. and we tried Sterling. Yeah. Sure, okay. And you know, mm-hmm. like I get that it's supposed to go for epic, and I do a lot of the films in AFI. I kind of feel like there'd be a backlash if people remade it, but I really mm-hmm. do feel like. Hell, even call this T.E. Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Call it something where only uh-huh. like the in people or knowledgeable right. people will know what it is. Yeah. I do feel because that the real story, you telling me that story <laughs> was more interesting than, <laughs> than that entire yeah. movie. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like it could be <laughs> History teacher Amy movie. Cordova. I feel yeah. like it could have been. Because it's kind of It could have cool. been. Yeah, if I was in a been. history class learning yeah. this, I would be genuinely interested in that subject. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm kind of a history nerd. I love all of that stuff. Well, because in that region, so awesome. this story or what happened like completely changed yeah. the course of the history of that region. It did. And and it I knew that did. going into this it movie, and I was like, "But when does that part start? Is it at the end? Is it like the last yeah. five minutes? Because it's boring as shit." Yeah. yeah. And like I said, I'm okay. still really bitter that I had to fast forward, or it took me 20 minutes to find my spots. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, so okay, so ugh. you know, Werner Herzog, Werner, Werner, Herzog. 
Werner Herzog, white him. folk. I love yeah. Him. You gotta love him. Um, he has a movie coming out called Queen of the Desert. Um, it's only two. So hours that's about Lawrence long. of Arabia. The Queen of the <laughs> Desert. That's right. We were right. It's about <laughs> You missed the whole gay part. Oh, man. Anyways. But a chron- it's a chronicle of Gertrude Bell, her life. I guess she was a cartographer, archaeologist at the same time. New Lawrence. New- this was not in the movie at all. Apparently, they had a, mm. I don't know, a thing or whatever. Anyway, Robert Pattinson's going to be playing T.E. Lawrence in it. I know. <laughs> and Nicole Kidman as Gertrude Bell. When's that coming out? Interesting. <laughs> wow, that was. Anyways, so there's. Why are you asking one... me? I only know all about it. <laughs> I don't know. It's not one of mine, and therefore I don't know. Fair enough. Anyway, um, having said that, don't go see it opening weekend because I, you know, has nothing to do with me. No, only see the movies you have to right. deal with. Yes, right, exactly. No, but anyways, <laughs> but. This one is supposed to be like a lot of adventure and everything and what was going on at the time. Mm. And, you know, none of that interesting stuff was in the movie. No. I don't know. His dialogue was super boring, his delivery oh, of it. Super so boring. maybe that's why, you know, the way the British mm. guys talked back in the day. And they had the classic British army. Like, <laughs> oh, we <laughs> yeah. just installed the squash court. Oh, lovely. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, My oh, you guys aren't at war. Lemonade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, the lemonade. lemonade. Oh, man. He likes your lemonade. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? I know. What? Queen of the desert. Meaning? Everybody return mm-hmm. to your barracks and light your pipes immediately. <laughs> now, do we think those guys Beans had something going on now that we're knowing that oh. there is allegedly supposed to be an underscore of homosexuality? Do we think oh, he, was it like... Who, Lawrence and the boys? H- him and the boys. And that's why Ew. he kept... Because people kept saying... Oh, you're uh, you're taking the boys, huh? We got some men over here. No, the boys will do just <laughs> fine. No. The boys know who maybe, I So like maybe it. that's what it was. Maybe he had a, he was like a Greek and he had a thing for a... Oh, gosh. He's old Greek, not new Greek. Yeah. Either way. You're being disrespectful to the members of Nambla, Amy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Fly to Greece. Give them your tourist money. Yeah, Yay, should. they'll give you they a thank you it. card. Fuck us up For with some sure. trivia, Noah. Let's do that. Let's let's get to that. Fuck us up. That's how you say it. They may fuck me up with some ketchup. That's how you say it. Okay. Is that, is that how it is on the streets? I was Fuck aware. me up with some soy latte. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. <laughs> white girl, white girl, white girl. Okay. It, it's like when they started sending Trivia? Lawrence in the movie. Lawrence. The, I'm oh, just, yeah. just going to read this verbatim because I don't even know how to paraphrase this. David, it was kind of what we we're talking about. David mm-hmm. Lean thought that one of Lawrence's key conflicts throughout the film was his inability to come to terms with his own homosexuality. Really? And if you keep this in mind, there are a lot of moments in the film that can be read in this way. He also, which I don't agree with, he also compared the relationship between Lawrence and Ali to the doomed love affair in his heterosexual romance, Brief Encounter. Okay. But that's with who? Probably more oh. overt than this. I, I can't like even I, imagine like, what they're talking about. No, I don't feel like, like there was what? a lot of examples. Like no. I said, I feel like all of, all of them were either mistakes or yeah. the parts that were supposed to be that were left on the cutting room floor because right. nothing was fully materialized no. when it came to that at all. Not at was... all. I didn't get that at all. No. And I read into everything. Yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, oh, well. So, uh, 
Michael Wilson worked on the screenplay for over a year and th- and then was summarily dismissed by David Lean for unsatisfactory work. Unfortunately, the cast and crew were already in Jordan and waited for weeks before a new writer was hired. No, oh, wow. That sucks. Oh, my god. Hey, guys, chill. Well, I don't know when the script's coming. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not like you're hired for this film oh or anything. Oh, my gosh. I'd but, be so it was Jordan of... is where they filmed it. You us. just hang out yeah. in the desert. What a waste of money. So Wasting everybody's time. Yeah, that's, anyway. that sucks. Um, mm-hmm. They wouldn't do that now. And, yeah, it was a 14-month shoot. After five Jeez. months shooting in Jordan, um, Sam Spiegel, the producer, ran short on cash and moved the entire production to Spain. And that's the one where, you know, okay. he was where, where the director was looking at the panorama view. Right. And he's just like, you're not going to get this in Spain. Which is weird because when I think of Spain, once again, I think of pyramids mm-hmm. and <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, honestly. of course. Um, oh, one thing I thought was interesting was uh, Marlon Brando and Albert Finney were both in the running to play Lawrence. Ooh, or initially gosh. wanted. Like, Marlon was initially wanted for that. How did okay. some Brando in this piece? Yeah. That, I oh. think that would have been horrible. But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought, okay, so every drop of water for the production was brought in by truck from the nearest well, which was 150 miles away. Oh my gosh. And initially they Tom were using... Tom Selleck brought it in. <laughs> initially they were using uh, either like paper cups uh-huh. for the... Which is stupid. To transfer all the water? No, 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 no. no, no. It wasn't like one it at a time. No, on set, they, for, for like their own personal water use, they were using paper cups. But because obviously it's windy in the desert... And paper cups don't exactly weigh a lot of pounds. They would f- blow away in the wind, and the director was getting pissed that the paper cups were getting in the shots. Okay. So they switched to jugs, which, no shit, they're paper cups. Ugh. They keep getting sand in all the cups. I don't know what it is. Yeah, that's... that's. Oh, here's something that is... I think the director thought was profound, but mm-hmm. I found it the reason why I couldn't find my fucking spot when I restarted it. Almost all movement in the film goes from left to right. David Lean said he did this to emphasize that the film was a journey. Oh, Oh. it was for us, too. It was for us, too. A journey (laughs) or a descent into hell. Um, And initially, the film was banned in many Arab countries Mm -hmm. as they felt they were misrepresented. So Omar Sharif um, met up with the president of Egypt mm-hmm. to do like a private viewing mm-hmm. to show, Hey, it's not disrespectful. Right. And um, he liked it enough. It was released in Egypt and it was a huge hit. Okay. He's so, Egyptian. Peter O'Toole claims he never viewed the completed film until nearly two decades after its original release, <gasps> by which time that. he was highly impressed. <laughs> Fuck you guy. Like who says I that? I am good. I haven't. <laughs> I know. That's what I was thinking. You know what? I was a vision. <laughs> I really did deserve that Oscar. <laughs> they didn't come to watch the movie. They came for me. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Bam. All right. So let's okay. do the Tomorrowland segment oh. where um, I'm not, we're not going to speculate, you know, uh, the end of the movie, technically he, he dies. dies. So we know what we're happens. not going to say if he went to heaven or hell. We're not making that judgment. Okay. We are, it's not for us to judge. But right after he left um, the Middle East. W- what do we think happened with Lawrence? I think he probably went on a spiritual journey just to detox what happened, just to purge the bad out. He killed so many men while they were on the ground <laughs> and unarmed. 
Um, I don't know. My speculation is that he probably needed to decompress a little bit. What do you think, Chris? He went back to his flat uh, <laughs> to write his memoirs all about himself and all the amazing <laughs> things he did for not only the people of that region, but the region itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, okay. which is actually exactly what happened yep. in real life. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it, what 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 he did. That's what I, I guess. I mean, after seeing yeah. that, like I just. That's all I could picture him doing, yeah. you know? Yeah. The only thing I would add to he that is after. he replaced all his wardrobe with clothes that are all white. Yeah. <laughs> From then like, on. This is my look. This is my color. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I mean, that's exactly, yeah. I think he went on to consider himself a very important person. Oh, yeah. It's like, you're right. I Absolutely. did change the course of history in the Middle East. He had short man syndrome. All right, so let's move on to our remake segment, which once again, we have to remind people that due to scheduling conflicts, Amy Adams is unavailable for this, which for the first time ever, (laughs) yeah, I don't know what I would put her in because this is, like you said, a sausage fest. Mm -hmm. Lawrence. (laughs) Goodness. She's one of the boys, one of his assistants. Okay, do you want me to go Go for it. Um, Do it. Okay, so as T.E. Lawrence, I have Jude Law. I think he could. They look very similar. Yeah, they even have a their hairline look very about similar. him. Yes, absolutely. But I think, like I've seen Peter O'Toole and things before, and he's really, really—I mean, he's a great actor. Um, he is. He is. I mean, he I've is. Seen him in he's so many other. Yeah, things. exactly. This wasn't the end-all, be-all. But you really—he won an Oscar for this, and you really can't blame. Uh, my feeling no, is you can't really blame him for this because I feel like this was a director's no, movie. This was not. Yeah, exactly. And he probably, like me, read the biography, thought it was a really interesting. And that might be the reason I mean, that he didn't watch it for twenty years. Exactly. If I'm being honest, it might maybe. be one of those where it's like maybe that, like. I read the book, and this is not at yeah. all like the script. The director exactly. wanted me to do a lot of things that didn't feel natural for yeah. this character. I mean, there's a exactly. reason why people don't watch movies that they win awards for, right? You know, like no, that's there has true. to be some story behind that. Um, for uh, Sharif, mm-hmm. um, I have Gael Garcia Bernal. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys want to know some really trivia really fast? My do very I? first red carpet actually this was for afi fest um he and diego luna did this movie called abel and it was my very first red carpet i had never seen it before i was nervous as hell and the first person i got assigned to walk through the red carpet and the step and repeat and through all the the soundbite clips and everything for the interview shows was gael garcia bernal and i had never heard of him before that day i mean i certainly know him now but um yeah back then i was like who so i had to write it on my hand and then i had to practice and practice and practice, practice anyway pronouncing it practice pronouncing it yeah. and then you know from then forward gael garcia bernal anyway <laughs> okay so pr- for prince faisal i have his homie diego luna there you go what what diego luna that's right so fuck us up with some remake <laughs> Yeah, I'll be more than happy to. <laughs> uh, that's going to be on our on our shirts that we're. That's going to be the phrase we're going to have <laughs> we on the front of our so Palm awesome. Brothers shirts. Hook us it. up with some movie trivia. That's right. <laughs> All right. It's so stupid. I love it though. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Hey, you guys can use that whenever you want. <laughs> okay. Uh, the director, 
I have uh, James Cameron because I kind of wanted to okay. reimagine it as like a space kind of odyssey type So thing. you want to, and, oh. and you're going to rename it Avatar? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what it made me uh, yeah. choose him. But I thought, I don't know. If, for any, if I would want to see this movie remade, I'd want to see James Cameron do it. Okay. Uh, for sure. Lawrence, um, obviously, like the first person I thought of was Michael Fassbender. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, you know, Chris, you're better than that. Yeah. Uh, I think it's out the box. And I landed on Sir Billy Zane. I love Billy <laughs> Zane. That'd be great. <laughs> wow. He Sir had a Billy, Billy Zane face. Uh, yes. at, like, you know what I mean? Kind of like this big face with his big blue eyes. <laughs> Billy Zane. Listen to your friend Billy wow. Zane. He's a cool guy. <laughs> He's a cool okay. guy. And for <laughs> Sharif Ali. Yeah. I have Adam Rayner, who actually plays the lead on Tyrant. Uh, okay. Really good actor. I yeah. think he'd be really good. Um, for the dude they met uh, at his wells, um, mm-hmm. the one he ended up dragging to his cause, uh, Adu Abu Tahai. Yeah. yeah. I have... Uh, what? I, I, Anthony Quinn's character. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have Cliff Curtis. Uh, he's going to be the lead on Fear of the Walking Dead coming up. Oh, okay. Cool. Um. And then okay. for the prince, I have yeah. who do I have? Oh, right. Uh, oh, this. <laughs> I have Oded Fehr, F E H R. He yep. played Anton and uh, Deuce Bigelow. Well, and he's also oh, more known mummy. for yeah. the mummy. Yeah, I like how you pulled okay. Deuce Bigelow as his claim to fame. Hey, really <laughs> hey man, he was Anton and Deuce Bigelow, awesome. <laughs> or the mummy. I have for, to. Uh, I have to go make peepee. <laughs> <laughs> for General Allenby, I have uh, Michael Caine. Yeah, Mike. Okay, Michael Caine, Lawrence. Oh, what, what do you think you're? Wow! All of a sudden, it went Spanish for yeah, a second. Like, hey, Lawrence, hey, hey, Lawrence is me, Michael Caine. Si, <laughs> 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 senor. Are you guys taking it easy know. over there? Man? Sorry, <laughs> you're too comfortable. You know we're graded impressions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that was it. Everything I do ends up sounding Italian. And it's always like the Super Mario Italian. It's a me. I'm from a Jamaica. Yeah. Are we going to do the Super Mario Brothers? We are certainly not. (laughs) Please don't. Um, I saw that in the theater when I was a kid. I'm sorry. Well, that might actually be for one of our counterpoint shows. But not for a while. Don't you do it, Noah. I already have the next 10. Okay. It will be for at least a year. Um. All right, so for my director, it, mm-hmm. I was torn two di- directions. So if okay. I if I wanted to go more loyal to the original, which I don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, for obvious reasons, I would go with Terrence Malick. Yeah, because okay. I was thinking when I was seeing yeah. like the 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 scope of the desert mm-hmm. and a lot of moments that I feel like the director wanted us to f- feel profound, right. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt a, it was like tree of life moments. Right, right. <laughs> where humbled by the the scenery and the change yeah. of light and right. Who all needs of a that? story right now? Isn't nature fascinating? <laughs> like that's kind of how I <laughs> right. felt. But instead, yeah. I would rather go with someone who is a little bit more political conspiracy or conspiracy okay. theory stuff. So I have Oliver Stone. <laughs> nice. Because I think that would be kind of cool. Where yeah. It's just, yeah. you know, the British, when Lawrence leaves, like those British officers say other stuff, like what their real intentions are and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that that would be kind of cool. And he's kind of a history yeah, revisionist. He yeah. Know, <laughs> like that. Um, for Lawrence, because I'm not better than that, I have Michael Fassbender. <laughs> <laughs> 
for print the prince, I have Oded Fair. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, but honestly, one of my problems even casting this, I only have one other person because mm-hmm. because for once again, I felt so disconnected with this. So many characters just kind of all blended in together. Yeah, I didn't really feel like there was like all the British people kind of blended into one. All the you know, Middle Eastern people kind of blended into one. So sometimes I had a hard time, like, who who are okay. you? So really, like, the Prince and Lawrence were the only ones, obviously, mm-hmm. that stood yeah. out. Yeah. Um, but the last one I have is The Reporter, which, by the way, I didn't even speak. I thought the actor for The Reporter or whatever choice he made kind of sucked because I feel like it, he should have started as kind of like this ideal, you know, idyllic type mm-hmm. of, like, I'm going to get this... The, amazingness of this individual in this war and i feel like he should have kind of been into this descent of holy okay. shit yeah and yeah never, definitely said that, but it was like wow that's horrible yeah. oh my gosh the the horror like yeah. it was yeah. just so just, yeah, take your picture you bloody rotten whatever yeah yeah but i felt like there wasn't any commitment to that Mm-mm. so what i'd like to see is a reporter being you know young and wide-eyed at the beginning and, and disillusioned. just disillusioned and yeah. like terrified at the end and i want to see jack mcbrayer Oh. I would love to see Kenneth from 30 Rock. I want to see him scared shitless. I can I see that, actually. Yeah, definitely. I would like to have actually He'd seen be, like, that art, up. that kind of uh, war photographer yeah. kind of face with the front yeah. lines every single yeah. day and have it take its toll. Yeah, because it never did with that exactly. Yeah, this guy just seems kind of like a, British dude. like a shady... It was a, it was, it was a white guy or, or American guy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, um, yeah. But I felt like he was just one of those like white American dudes who was trying to strike a deal, like yeah. a shady deal yeah. at any moment. And his last name was Bentley, which didn't help that. No. <laughs> what a douche. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, that's really mine. So I think I already know the answers to this, but did this hold up as one of the best films ever? And second question, if it was okay. released today, do you think it would be as well received? Let's start with Chris this time. We'll go this way. Um, No. <laughs> Shocker. And... Uh, no, <laughs> I second if, that. If they, Next. but if they redid this movie today, it wouldn't be like how they made it. No, definitely um, not. A lot, lot of that lot shit scarier. would have gotten cut out. Yeah, they would have made the probably the journey across the desert a little more treacherous and all yeah. that. Um, oh yeah. But no, this movie as itself wouldn't have been well accepted at all. All right. <laughs> I thought, sorry, I thought there was more to that sentence. No, for a second. I'm stopping it. I'm done talking about Lawrence and, Arabia. And Amy, yeah. you're, you're feeling the same way about yeah, both? Yeah, I feel the same way. And, you know, just piggybacking on that, Chris, I mean, they if they made it today, it would be a hell of a lot scarier mm. because just it's, you know, treacherous over there. Everything over there. I mean, I feel like the plot would be way more um, materialized. Than absolutely, this. and the dialogue <laughs> would be a little like more direct. The and... important event, the important events of the story, I feel like would actually be shown on screen, right? Know, not just talked the, about for the mm-hmm. most part because we didn't exactly. even talk about it. The where they blow up the the train. Oh, the train, yeah. Which they set up two miles of track for this scene, yeah, and they had one take to film it. So I feel like when it came to the epic stuff, they mm-hmm. just didn't have the money for it. And so we were left with yeah. shit that was just not really that oh important. Oh my gosh, I know. So you'd see like, you know, the stuff that they're doing in the yep. off time and they would allude to what the other stuff was and you never really actually got to see that. I agree. So, yeah. So that's that. I think that's Delightful. that. Let's do plugs and all get right. out of here because we're all bummed out. So <laughs> we're sad Chris, now. what plugs you got? Um, July is July, right? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it this this Probably. one will be released on let's see, it will be August third. Okay. Okay, so every so right, technically every Saturday, right now it's August third. All right, check this out, cats. Every Saturday, uh from August all the way to October, I will have an improv comedy show at the iOS on Hollywood Boulevard in the Dell Close Theater. Uh come check me out. Um buy me a drink. Yeah. Um uh, we won't talk about this movie, I promise. Um I think he's done. After after this podcast, <laughs> I quits. feel like Chris will never utter anything about this movie ever Ooh. again. Uh except when I die. Rose, <laughs> but <laughs> Lawrence. I'm try to figure out what, what it meant. What did he mean? Um and also go check out mine and Noah's improv group, uh Vaguely Nefarious. Check out our Facebook page. We have a show tomorrow. Uh, do we really? August fourth. Oh right, duh, because this is coming out in August. Yeah. Yes, August fourth, <laughs> the improv comedy festival, seven o'clock, guys. We're doing a cage match. Come out, shoot us some votes, and Noah will shoot you some drinks afterwards. He promises. Awesome. I don't. I don't remember. Remember promising he promised. That. He said I will it. order the most expensive top shelf booze out there. You will have a bush light anyway. <laughs> Amy. Damn it, P- PBR for the win. PBR. Um, my name is Amy Cordova. I am a publicist, public relations specialist. I'm here if you need me. Yo, I'm busy this summer. Lots of stuff going on. Come out to the Sunset Strip Music Festival in early September. And Amy will fuck you up with some PR. I will fuck <laughs> you guys up so hard and so good with my PR oh, skills. Okay. And your Twitter, <laughs> what is your Twitter handle? Because we need to it's we need at, to add some followers for please you. Please do. Yeah. Please do. It's at the Amy J and on Instagram, the Amy Cordoba. Sounds awesome. And all of my information and Ozzy Cobb's information will be on the description for this show. So definitely click on that picture and check all that stuff out. All All right. right. That's it. Thank you guys so much. This has been an Ozzy Cobb Media Production. Executive producers Noah Kinsey and Brian Nicholas. For more information, visit ozzycobb.com. (laughs) 